1: Happy weekend, radio family, and welcome. It is good to be back with you and good to welcome you back. The weekend edition of Community Focus, heard every weekend, our Odyssey stations, so ready to engage in another great conversation and to do it again with the one and only Joel Leonard. Again, a recognized leader at building pipelines of skilled technicians and the continued respect and appreciation of the maintenance profession. As Joel, you are back. To continue to spread the good news about the implementation of workforce development strategies. I think you started something here my friend as I welcome you back to the weekend edition of Community Focus. How are you?
2: You can say that again Renee, oh
1: my gosh. I think you've started something here my friend.
2: (laughs) Oh we have people calling us, we have people emailing us, I've got more friends on my Facebook now. (laughs) How about that? And we have uh, people begging to be uh, interviewed and and share their stories.
1: Wonderful. Absolutely. And I am so glad that we have an outlet such as this public affairs program here on Community Focus. And the timing for your return, my friend, could not have come at a more perfect time because we've got some big news to start our segment and that is for residents particularly in the city of Ashborough and this is really for everyone in and around the Piedmont Triad Joel but particularly yeah. the city of Ashborough they are oh, yeah. work, they're working with you to set up a 10,000 let me repeat that 10,000 square foot maker space in the former Acme Macquarie building in downtown Asheboro. Now, those who are in the area are familiar with it. But without me giving it away, let me just put, let me preface it this way, Joel. Let's just say that this particular building used to produce a product that many of us as as ladies no longer wear, particularly myself. I couldn't stand these things when when I was younger, unless it was really, really cold. (laughs) Other than that, I couldn't stand it. So, give us the particulars on this, and particularly what was that product that Acme Macquarie Building Downtown used to produce back in the day?
2: Acme Macquarie is a uh, used to produce ladies' hosiery, mm-hmm. and so how many people wear hosiery now? Not many. So I don't, don't. Have any products anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, a lot of that production and, and other equipment has gone overseas and sold to other areas, and. And so they still have this historic building. It, it's, uh, it's, they keep it in good repair. In fact, they just literally, uh, the, the uh, local fire uh, trucks were just washing the building yesterday. Wow. So, um, but, yeah, they've got a giant smokestack. They've got a boiler room. They've got a former welding area, former machine shop. And uh, the city has gotten $1.5 million from the state legislature but to buy that from the McCrary family. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be become a community resource center for housing all kinds of various support businesses for the city of Ashborough, including wow. the chambers. They're talking about moving them in there. So I've been advocating for, you know, for a long time, eight years. Let's see, eight tw- yeah, over eight years that uh, we need to do something here in Asheboro because we were the fourth. By the way, Forbes magazine, and I think in 2012, rated Asheboro as the fourth fastest dying town in the United States. Wow. And it got featured in 60 Minutes in the, in the 2012 election uh, talking about that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's. Um, it's really sad to see where we were and then now to see where we are and seeing where we're going and having so many companies begging for people to hire and, and but they don't have the skills. They don't have no have a way or an outlet to get those skills. So the maker spaces offer that venue because the community colleges are great. I mean they they definitely we need more students on the campuses. We need more students taking those programs.
0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: But when you're done with the class, I mean, they don't want you on campus. Right. They want you to take another class, and yeah. you don't get to hone the skill sets that you uh, got introduced to, exactly. and so you don't really get to get really good as being a machinist. You just get introduced into machinists. So imagine if you had access to twenty-four-seven that enabled you to go in and work on your projects
1: exactly joel so that is really some big news now i if i get this correct and if i'm not do correct me i know that you are a resident of ashborough you're not a native of of the city but you've been an ashborough resident for how long now
2: well you know a pretty girl got me over here so uh...
1: <laughs> and i know that pretty girl <laughs>
2: Here for 20 years now, wow. and so yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time, and and but I really didn't cap think this is my home until uh, when I've seen some things by this community that really show they got a heart and character, and they care right. for their for their residents. There was some really tragic things that happened, in some the community the outpouring of support to lift people up is just tremendous, and that's what I hope to. Uh, to build on and, and get more people that, that need these kind of uh, outlets Absolutely. to cultivate their skill sets, and 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 have that creative venue. I mean, uh, we're going to probably make uh, all kinds of community projects. I don't even, I can't even imagine what some of the smart kids or um, smart uh, uh, resources coming to the table here will make. Right. But it would be so wonderful if we become an electric vehicle incubation center to where people come there and they can modify their cars to make them, uh, make them uh, uh, from gas to to electric vehicle or other alternative fuels mm-hmm. making bikes uh, teaching a lot of the skill sets that are needed by boom uh, uh, supersonic as well as uh, you know it's only 20 minutes up the road to the to where the uh, uh, probably less than that if you're on the highway right. uh, the uh, uh, to where the toyota battery electric vehicle battery plant the mega site is so there's a so much going on uh that and again we've got so many companies hiring we're going to be announcing some of the things in there in a second um but uh it's incredible the amount of growth i mean you and i met because of the problems of of the amount of news coverage right out of departures exactly so there's jobs out there well now everybody knows there's jobs out there <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly but that's a good thing though that's a good oh, it's
2: thing. A great thing it but is again, and to understand what they have to do to get qualified right what they have to retain those jobs conduct themselves i mean do you get a job and then you just ghost the employer mm. how rude is that yeah. and that's becoming the norm yeah
1: you've got a point there my friend And thank you so much for just sharing that from a personal perspective to see how much you have been able to see firsthand with the growth that has taken place in the city of Asheboro. You're right. I've had an opportunity to come and see you there, actually, on a couple of occasions, and I needed to make plans to revisit because I know that I'll be pleasantly surprised to see a lot of the major changes that have taken place in the city. I also, before we also share this morning some other big news, as we'll have a a new member of the Community Focus family to join us in just a bit, share with us about an upcoming, uh, upcoming, I'm I'm jumbling my words here, I'm so excited, Joel, an upcoming job fair is what I'm trying to say, (laughs) about uh, at least 30 openings that need to be filled, and this is also, in fact, you have actually asked me as you have sent me some information on this. So I, 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 will, I will try my best to share this with our radio family. This is huge. So get ready, radio family, to take some notes on this. There is an upcoming manufacturing job fair. Now, here's the date. It is Friday, March 11th, 2 to 8 p.m., Here's your address. It's 5440 Mill Stream. That's M-I-L-L-S-T-R-E-A-M Road, McLeansville. I better spell that too, Joel, because I have a tendency to misspell McLeansville. It's capital M, lower C, capital L-E-A-N-S-V-I-L-L-E, North Carolina, 27301 is the zip code. Now this manufacturing job fair wants you to bring your resume for on-site interviews. And this is being conducted, by the way, by General Dynamics Mission Systems. They're the ones that will be holding this manufacturing job fair. And what I equally like about this, Joel Leonard, is that this particular job fair will have a $500 sign-on bonus while you're on site. How amazing is that?
2: Oh, it's incredible. I mean that's I think sign on bonus meaning if they get hired.
1: Right, exactly.
2: And, uh so yeah, I mean, and that that if somebody ghosts that, I mean how <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, really. And mm-hmm. let me also so, add in addition to that information, Joel, over thirty openings, that's three zero, need to be filled. How incredible is that? So I think that bears repeating. How about you?
2: Absolutely. 30 people uh, at least will be working at this organization if they can uh, meet some of the qualifications and if they bring their resume. And, you know, what's interesting is if they like you and see a lot of potential, uh, a lot of companies will... Work with you to get you the qualifications and get you the information, so that you can. If you're you're not going to meet the immediate needs, you get developed to be able to get uh, to uh, uh, to be ready. Take it on when you're ready.
1: Absolutely. So I think
2: it's that we engage and go out and see that facility as fast as they can. And again, Friday, March 11th, be there. There you uh, go. And uh, and again, they're going to be assembling, inspecting complex. High- Electrical, mechanical, optical products from various forms of documentations, and uh, applying mechanical aptitude with attention to detail to achieve uh, quality and product productivity objectives.
1: Excellent, Joe. First Excellent.
2: First and second shift, yeah. and uh, first shift hours from seven to four forty-five. Second shifts from four thirty till two fifteen a.m. With a ten. Uh, am I reading that right? Ten percent night bonus. Wow. So, in uh, a 500 signing bonus, uh, we'll be offered to all hires. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, going to be a lot of fun to see them uh, do that. So, uh, that's happening. And uh, if we make a phone call real quick, you get to hear about a happy job seeker. That's, that's- right.
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, Joel, that will be an excellent stopping point for us to take a break. And come back with the second half of the program. I believe before we do that, we officially decided that this was going to be the Maker Happen Hour here, <laughs> the weekend edition of Community Focus, uh, because we yeah. will continually update uh, information as regards to this.
2: Yeah, I think the Workforce Development with Joel Leonard with the Maker Happen Hour, we're making people change their lives or helping people make maker happen for them and giving them advice and resources. So their lives are changed.
1: Absolutely.
2: Uh, we're. Uh, I'm about to call our uh, our next guest, or actually, it'll be our first guest on this mm-hmm. particular segment. And uh, so let's take a break, and uh, we'll we'll get back on. This is a lady that's got some very. Uh, Things to share. Look at I you
1: there, Jill. I, I have a co-host. I love it. Radio Family, you are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. We will make that call and we'll be right back after this break. All right. And we are officially back. More of the weekend edition of Community Focus heard on our Odyssey stations. Great company, Radio Family, as always. And have the opportunity yet again to engage in wonderful conversation. The return of one Joel Leonard, again a recognized leader at building pipelines of skilled technicians and helping us to continue in the appreciation of the maintenance profession. Uh, Joel, as we continue in implementing workforce development, let me just sort of recap a couple of things for those who may not have been with us for the earlier portions of this program or just before we were about to get on the air here on Community Focus one is the big news about the city of Asheboro working with you to set up a 10,000 square foot makerspace in the former Acme Macquarie building downtown and also the upcoming job fair, which I'm going to share particulars with that again here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, giving everyone the particulars on that. But before we were coming back from break, we mentioned that we were going to have a new member of our community-focused family, join us now. Would you like to do the introduction, or shall I? I'll give you the option. Yes,
2: let me uh, let me kind of <laughs> give everybody the backstory Absolutely. of this. Uh, I never would, uh, as you know. I lived in I lived in Ashborough for twenty years, but I didn't really live here. I, I uh, just uh, just slept here. I didn't really. Uh, <laughs> Go up to the to the areas. I just uh, would travel. We'd go from one place to the next. Come back home, right, right. Uh, and then go out again. And and because of COVID, um, couldn't do it anymore. And so I started, and and I really changed everything we were doing. Every, uh, you know, my gal's got cancer, so it was like you stay away from people. But you know, you you feel the, the human draw or magnetism of going out and seeing people and seeing. Uh, smiles, and seeing people that want you to be there, and that energy and interaction. Well, there's a restaurant uh, called the uh, Table Farmhouse Bakery on Church Street in Ashboro, and that's like the social meta Mm -hmm. of of Ashboro. It's incredible the amount of people that go through that place. And I met a young lady who's so attentive and so nice and so sweet. And, again, all of them are, but this gal, she went out of her way for me, and she let me tell – she was kind of curious about me, and I told her about stuff I was doing. And and uh, she told me she had some interest in artwork and things like that. And, and so I actually saw her teach a class, going to a class to teach and uh, art as her little side job. She's working part-time at the uh, – um, at the bakery here. And, and so, uh, again, I see her almost every day cause that was the only place I would go and, mm-hmm. and sit outside. And that's where I dreamed up the idea for Makesboro USA. Wow. So uh, just this, it's my little sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, that th- this, uh, uh, been doing it for almost a year. And, and finally I told her about an opportunity and she, uh, finally connected with this offer. I'll let her tell more details about that. But uh, I got her introduced. She got the job. And then there was some backlash. Um, I uh, found out that, again, they didn't want to lose her. I thought it was just going to be a part-time there and part-time at the bakery. Well, she loves it so much. And I'll let her talk here in a second. But uh, so they, they uh, says that the, one of the assistant managers comes up to me and says, Joel, we're going to have to talk about banning you. You stole our brie. And I was like, brie? I didn't steal your cheese. And don't threaten <laughs> me that this is my sanctuary. <laughs> you know, brie is a French type of cheese. Right. And, and so I had no idea what she was talking about. No, you helped get brie, which is short for Brianna, uh, the, uh, uh, an opportunity uh, down in uh, Seagrove. And she took it. So, Bree, I'll let you take it from here.
1: Well, good morning, first of all, to you, Miss. And it's Brianna. Is the last name Yanez?
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, wonderful. I
1: got it right. Well, good morning and welcome to the Community Focus family.
0: Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. You're welcome.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Um. So I want to, in reference to what Joel just said, that is exactly how it happened, and (laughs) it would take a lot to get banned from the table. (laughs) They're going to serve him anyways. Um, But I actually have worked at the table. I got hired in 2014, Mm -hmm. um, so seven years ago. Um, But I have worked there on and off um, as I've done some traveling and done some different schools. Um, And so that has just been like a place of community for me and really just a foundational place. Um, But right around the time that Joel actually spoke to me and gave his recommendation, I had been... Um, really just feeling that it was time for change and didn't really know what direction to look in because I do love art and wanted to do something yeah. um, in like the maker's world, but mm-hmm. didn't really know where to plug in. Um, and there was one day that I was at the coffee shop bakery, um, and I was pulling shots. I was pulling espresso shots and we were really busy. And Joel comes up and says, do you have a pen and paper? And he's like, you need to write down the phone number and call my friend. I think I can get you a job. And I think that because we were busy, he almost just walked away, and I was like, "No way, please! Like, I need to know more. Like, right. who is this, and what's oh, wow. up?" Um, but I, he told me that it was Ed Walker who owns Carolina Bronze Sculpture Foundry um, here in Seagrove, and that he was looking for really part-time assistant. Um, and so that was around Thanksgiving, and I called and talked to Ed, and then we let the holidays pass, and then I followed up with him and came and had like like an informal interview, but just got to know him and his wife. Um and we talked things out and really what turned into what was going to be part time. We've just both agreed on full time. Um which was awesome. It's a really great opportunity. So so I am here now. I've been here um about five or six weeks now working for Ed Walker. Um
1: wonderful. What what do you In in just those five weeks, and I know that's really not a a lot of time that has elapsed since you got hired, but what are you enjoying the most about working at the, uh, yeah, yeah, about your job with uh, Carolina She gets to draw a forklift.
0: Really? I love it. I love that. I love it, too. And that's part of what is, like, he, Ed told me that every day might look a little different. And mm-hmm. so I think it was two weeks into the job, he said, it's a sunny day, so we're going to take you outside and teach you how to drive the forklift. Wow. And, I mean, from coming and working in restaurants, it's, like, yeah. totally different, and I absolutely... Um, and and just that I'm learning and new things every day, and, you know, we're in the middle of making some molds for one of his sculptures, and so it's a rubber and plastic mold, mm-hmm. and I made quite a few like made like maybe 20 and then as I was taking them apart and you know just fixing them to go on to the next process um we were talking about how in doing that now I've learned how to do it differently next you know um because it's just one of those trial and error things or as right. you go along you'll learn more and more um but I really love working with my hands and so it's just continually it learning trying new things right. um and being given the to do that
1: That is excellent. And another question that I would would like to ask of you, Bree, particularly being in a field that likely most people would not think of in terms of, well, number one, for for a a female to be driving a forklift, but even more so, to go from such a change of what you were doing from your former job to what you love to do now, because you're literally in your element with your love for art and your Mm -hmm. love for sculpture, This was really probably the perfect situation with which when we reference the word leap of faith, what would you tell someone who may be in a similar position such as yours that is trying to figure out, you know, I'm not exactly doing what I'm most passionate about. You know, sometimes we do get a little bit kind of, and I don't want to say trapped, but for lack of a better word. I think we are hesitant, that's probably a better word to use, hesitant to come out of our comfort zone and to take that leap of faith. What would you say to someone listening to this right now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good opportunity to speak into that. Um, I am 24 years old, and I, I think a lot of you know my adult experience has just been trying new things right. and knowing like what I'm passionate about and what I like to do and what I don't like to do. But those are also things that are all just like being developed constantly and so um it's like you know it's hard for me right now I have if you were to ask me what my career decisions would be how Mm -hmm. I see myself in five years I have no idea what to tell you but I think that like from where I'm at now that I know that my future is built on decisions like this just like trying something new and it's not that I said I want to be a sculptor and Mm -hmm. then got this job like Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. that that this is within the realm of things that I enjoy and it was a good opportunity but maybe and and you know I I love dreaming and seeing into the future and things like that but I might be a little overrated to think that the job that we're going to have is exactly where we want to be all the time but rather using it as an opportunity you know to grow.
1: And thank you for sharing that Brie. First of all I want to say to both you and Joel, Joel, you're absolutely right. Brianna's happiness is very infectious and listening and talking oh. with her here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Brianna, I am so happy and so proud of you and wish you only the best. And I know we're going to continually hear more good things about you. So thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the program.
0: Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Renee, you're and Joel. Very thank you so
2: much. Absolutely. Oh, you're welcome. I'm delighted. And what's funny is I didn't even know what she looked like for a year almost. <laughs> I mean, all I saw was the smiling eyes, and those yeah. eyes when I, when I got her that job. <laughs> you should have seen it. It just made me. Uh, I got goosebumps just I'm thinking sure. about how excited sure. she was. Yeah. So it's an honor to to serve her and serve uh, Ed Walker and and again, I'd encourage folks. Don't y'all have an open house coming up?
0: Yeah, well, we actually have a gallery going on right now um, oh, that is just open. We already have the opening night of it, but it's just open. So at any point, you can come here. Um, you can type in Lux Cannery um, in directions. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of people that submitted paintings and sculptures and clay pieces. And so it's just open to come to you. Excellent. And you
1: know what, uh, Brianna and Joel, it is a wonderful way to put the beautiful area of Seagrove, North Carolina, on the map. I've only heard of Seagrove, so I need to make a little road trip. Now that the weather is getting a little bit warmer, it's just a matter of it staying that way because <laughs> we've been yeah. so back and forth lately. But on those weekends when one would oh, like to take a to Ashford, nice drive.
2: I'll take you down to Seagrove and we'll, uh, we'll shows, get Bree to some, show some of her I would love that. I
1: would <laughs> love that. So Bree, uh, expect hopefully a visit from me soon.
0: Yes, I would love to meet you.
1: Likewise, likewise. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, thanks
2: so much, Bree. That's all my best, Ed. And, and uh, uh, we uh, um, we need to get on to another call. We have yes. an HR director from uh, Machine Specialties wants to share their upcoming uh, open house. Absolutely. Everybody is. And by the way, I know Ed Walker. He wants to clone you, and uh, he needs more people, so Absolutely. Uh, we need to find more talent like you out more there. More breeze. It needs- <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. More breeze, yeah.
1: Okay. This is the weekend edition of Community Focus. Once again, welcoming those of you joining us here on our Odyssey stations. Great company and definitely great conversation. The return of Joel Leonard, again, a recognized leader at building pipelines of skilled technicians and implementing Workforce Development Strategies, uh, joins me here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. We had one new member to join us earlier in the program, Joel, and I am happy to say that we have a second member. Before we introduce this wonderful person, I wanted to repeat for those that may not have heard the big news earlier of an upcoming manufacturing job fair with General Dynamics Mission Systems, Friday, March 11th from 2 to 8 p.m. And this will be at 5440 Stream, And that's one word. Millstream Road, McLeansville, North Carolina, 27301. Bring your resume, Radio Family, for on-site interviews. And there is a $500 sign-on bonus if you get hired with the company. So we may repeat that information time allotted before we get to the end of our conversation. But Joel, if you will do me the honors, you did such a great job next time. Let's make it two for two. Introduce our newest member of our community-focused family.
2: Well, I I don't know Lucy as well as I know the organization. For years, I helped them uncover talent, set up systems, worked with DTCC to to develop a 17-week program. Mm -hmm. We set up a... uh, Uh, initiative based on the feedback and and what's interesting was that training program was implemented and copied all over the country so machine specialties is really pushing the envelope and trying to uh to to build the pipeline of talent so that they can grow and support i'll let to her explain some of the products and services and and other things that they do but machine specialties is definitely one of the best machine shops Wow. in the Piedmont Triad, if not in the country.
1: so That is wonderful. And Lucy, you serve as the HR manager at Machine Specialties. First of all, good morning. Welcome, Lucy Wellmaker, to the Community Focus family. How are you?
3: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It feels good to be part of the family. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> it
1: is wonderful to be able to engage in conversation with you today and to discuss some exciting things. First of all, tell us a little bit about what MSI does.
3: So MSI, um, Machine Specialties, we are a manufacturing company. We're a contract machining and metal finishing company, which means we manufacture parts based on our customers' needs. We don't have our own product. We build to print um, and Help our customers find solutions and and take care of them to meet their needs.
1: Excellent. Now, what jobs need to be filled?
3: Okay, so top of the list always is machinist. I mean, that's what keeps us going. Right. Um, and there's different levels of machinist. You know, um, we do the CNC machining work here. Um, we need skilled machinists. We also need operators. Um, and, you know, we are willing to train people up um, regarding our machinists. They do need to have some some experience, right. but then we can take them as far as they want to go.
1: Excellent, excellent. Now, speaking of which, and that's such a nice tie-in to the next question, what particular qualifications does an individual need to have to fill these jobs?
3: Yeah, well, again, for our machinists, you know, Sometimes machinists have been to school and mm-hmm. they've learned the trade that way. But we have a lot of folks who have been at other machine shops and had some on the job training and they just have a knack for it. Right. Um, and again then we can we can train them up. But we also have openings that You know, we're not expecting anybody to know anything. We just need um, good people who are hardworking, um, a good attitude, Mm -hmm. eager to learn, and we can train them in the different roles. I mean, things like in our shipping and receiving, in our paint department, um, things like that.
1: Excellent. You know what that says to me anyway, Lucy? And Joel, feel free to, to chime in as well. This is an ideal situation for someone perhaps who is looking to make a change in career, looking for something perhaps totally different from what they may be currently doing. You actually have some folk who are still enjoying retirement, but they want to stay busy and may want to have a a little something to do on the side because depending upon whether you're looking for positions. Now, are you looking for for part-time, full-time what, what's the exact ratio to what you need?
3: Yeah, so most of, the, most of our positions are full-time. Okay. We do have a variety of shifts. Oh, great. Um, one thing that, yeah, we have a weekend shift where people only work three days a week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, wow. and then they have the other days off. Right. So that could be a nice fit for some people.
1: Exactly, exactly, because that's also making me think of not just perhaps retirees, Lucy, but a lot of our young people. Once they graduate Mm -hmm. from either high school and from some of our uh, wonderful technical schools or four-year colleges and universities, obviously one of the first things they're looking for is a JOB, and so that would be a great opportunity and criteria for them to meet. Joel, did you have any additional input on, on what we've discussed thus far?
2: Well, I, I think it's important that uh, the we let people. You know, we're talking about the mega boom jobs, right? So, uh, when uh, when when the boom supersonic comes in, they're going to be hiring all kind of custom parts, custom uh, components, right. all different types of things to be fabricated. And CNC is, you know, if you want to make a precision aircraft part, a precision car part, right? That's what you use, and and so. Uh, the, this is a critical uh, aspect of our community. We've got to have a bunch more MSIs to meet the demand Absolutely. that's out there. And MSI is going to be once uh, these companies start coming in, they're going to they're, they're going to need to hire more uh, talent. So we need more people to stop being three point shooters, which is fine and nice, but you can't get paid to do it. Uh, we need you to become skilled and developed, and and again take these classes at community colleges. If you absolutely. go to uh, all the community colleges, they've invested in, t- in millions of dollars in CNC equipment. Take a couple of classes, right. uh, see if uh, Lucy can hire you. Can't hire you now. Get some skills, and then come exactly. back and see if she can hire you then.
1: Abs- absolutely, and and yes. Joel and and Lucy, what what I see from this and what we are discussing thus far. In this great conversation on the weekend edition of Community Focus, to particularly, and we're we're not just stressing this to to those who are young or young at heart, but particularly, I think for for women in general, because Absolutely. these are fields that typically we don't think, you know, women would be interested in. But Lucy, what I love about you not only being the HR manager, but Do either one of you, and and I don't want us to necessarily reveal our ages, but this, to Mm -hmm. me, takes me back to the time. Remember during World War II, when many men were called off to war? They needed people to fill those manufacturing jobs. And who were the ones who were there to do it? It was wives. It was mothers. It was women in general. And that just brings me back to that particular time period And to see where we are especially in the advent of technology obviously a lot has changed between the 1940s compared to where we are in 2022 and lucy feel feel free to elaborate on that
3: yeah you know i'm so glad you brought that point up and it's true and we have quite a few women here they are still in the minority but it's a growing population for us. In Excellent. fact, recently I started a coffee for women only. We meet once a month and we have a cup of coffee and just talk about um, stuff, you know, women's right. stuff. Love it. About work, outside of work, just mm-hmm. so that we um, are comfortable around each other. But, yeah, a lot of our openings that we have now, they're screaming, Women! <laughs> um, we'd love to have more. <laughs>
1: Wonderful, wonderful. And any input on any of that from you, Joel, (laughs) as the male of the group? Again,
2: I wanted, you know, as she was talking, I totally forgot. You know, the parts for the Thorminator, you know where they were made?
1: Where were they made?
2: At Machine Specialties. Really? They they gave me scrap parts when I was helping build the Fords. They gave me uh, 500 pounds of metal, and I took some of those parts and turned it into the Thorminator. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they do outstanding work. Uh, but to, to reinforce your points, do you know that women are actually better uh, at suited at welding than the men are in a lot of ways? Because I've I never put on eyeliner, mm. and uh, <laughs> and because you put on eyeliner, it's the same. I mean, women nowadays can drive down the road, put on eyeliner, and rearview mirror, and and go on down the road would well, be- that's the same problem. <laughs> that's the same process that you do and put in welding. So the the attention to detail, careful and, and, and precision and all those kind of things is, is, and doing things, not because you, it's uh, you're getting glorified at doing it because it's the right thing to do. Women have that knack. And and, uh, so I I think that we need to open up the doors for more ladies to get these options and have more women try to try to knock down those doors.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for that recognition. Uh, Joel, coming from myself and, and Lucy, I'm I'm hoping that you will agree with me. It's it's nice for us as women to to be recognized. I really appreciate that.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and yes, I totally agree with you, Renee, and thank you, Joel. Um, and again, I would love to have some women follow up after this and reach out to us because we do have opportunities for them. So
2: Beautiful. How do they do that?
3: Yes. Yes. So a couple ways. One, our website, which is MACSpec.com. It's the first four letters of machine specialties, Um, M-A-C-H-S-P-E-C.com. We have some of our jobs listed on there. But there's also they can just, you know, when you click on the HR, it'll come directly to me. So they can just send me an email or attach a resume um, we also have an open house coming up March 5th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. where we're going to open our doors and let people take a peek inside because the manufacturing world is not always what people think it is. Exactly. I mean, most people that walk in here, the first thing they say is they cannot believe how clean it is. Wow. Um, so we want people to see it and see what we have to offer and take a tour and have Collect resumes, let them fill out applications. Um, we are eager to have more good people join our family here at MSI.
1: Wonderful. Beautifully done. Lucy, thank you so much.
3: Well, thank well, you well, for uh, having
2: Yeah, and she's in, though, for Rock Creek Dairy Road, real close to our uh, other members of our family, the yeah. King Queen Haitian uh, Cuisine or uh, King Queen Caribbean Grill. Uh, they're off of Radar Road, Excellent. Uh, so uh, in in uh, in Whipset area. So it's um it's amazing how many of these uh, uh, nice groups are out there. And again, we we've, we've been separated and isolated. Uh, it's important that we get to know. And I think this program, uh, Renee, thank you so much for allowing people thank to come you. in and share what they have going on.
1: Absolutely, we had two wonderful ladies to join us, and I know in future. Uh, Joel will be speaking with with other individuals as... Again, oh, I just got appreciate knocking you knocking
2: down my door to get on
1: this show. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so definitely, as we're about to bring this conversation to a close, and time always flies when one is having fun. So, Lucy, what I typically do in sign off, I say there are never any goodbyes, just until next time. So I look forward to that next time. Hopefully, we can talk with you again. And Joel, my friend, you know I'm looking forward to our next great conversation. So keep oh, up we, the good work. We
2: have a blast together. We and again, do. We're getting people jobs. We're busting stigmas and stereotypes. We're making things happen. Absolutely. Make your half an hour.
1: Absolutely. And thank you, Radio Family, for your wonderful company and the good things you're doing in our communities. Stay safe. Keep up the great work. And, indeed, until that next time, you've been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,